Hello, everybody. Um, I'm, I'm recording this now after I've talked with the student. I'm recording an intro because I know that some of you won't listen to the entire thing, and I want to get this message across at the beginning of the episode. The student that I spoke with uh, said that they hadn't gone an entire month, 9 through 12, in their time at our school without being called a very, um, very derogatory, um, just despicable word that we know as the N word. Um, I want you to know how unacceptable that is. It's not, um, I know that this is probably falling on the wrong ears um, because a lot of you don't use that word and would never use that word. But I need you to hear me now. If you have, or if you do, uh, and you think that that's okay, um, please, please change that. Um, I, I won't ask you to do a lot of things with your life. I'm not, I'm not somebody that will tell you how to live your life very often. Um, but it's not okay to, um, to say that to students in our school, um, no matter what the color of their skin is. Uh, I, I know that, uh, there has been a popular culture shift and the word has kind of become a, a term of endearment, um, recently. And a lot of people call each other that as meaning as a cinnamon synonym for buddy or friend or whatever. Um, but you have to understand the historical context of the word, and um, it's just not a good good look for anybody to use it. So um, please, please don't. Um, I was very disheartened to hear this news uh, when I when I heard it from uh, our student today. Um, but I think that we have a great episode. Uh, we there's some there's some history in there, and. Um, I was very blown away by some of the stories that I that I heard today, um, and uh, I, I think one another thing that I would like to be addressed um, is I had a couple of students ask me why I'm doing this. They don't think that um, it's a big deal, um, you know, to be a student of color at our school, and that it it, it wasn't worth being its own episode. Um, and I just think that um, for for us to be able to ask that question, for us to be able to say, well, why? Why is it pertinent? Why is it a big deal? Um, that's that's a, that's a question of privilege, right? We are asking that because it, it's not a big deal to us, right? But it, it certainly is a big deal to a lot of other groups of students. I'll tell you this. I have seen, in my two years in Matamidae, I have seen more than two kids, students of color, leave our school because they, they initially came here because they wanted a better education, and they go somewhere that is um, not ranked as high as we are because they don't feel comfortable at our school. Not that they don't feel unsafe, but because they... Um, just don't feel welcome. And that's, that is the rhetoric that we're trying to change. We're trying to, we're trying to change that, um, 
dynamic. We, uh, we want to make everybody feel welcome at our school because it's a public high school and um, ultimately we are all the, the same on the inside. So um, thank you and uh, hopefully enjoy the episode. Good morning, student. How are you? I'm fabulous. Can you hear me all right? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, I wish that everybody could hear. So when I'm like waiting for a guest to join, there's like this awesome elevator music that they play me through the app. And I wish that everybody could hear it, but um, I can't record that part of it. So it's kind of lame. But so uh, how comfortable are you talking about some of your background that we talked about? Okay, well, if that if you could do that, that would be great. Okay, where do you want me to start? What it's your story to tell. The uh, the Aggies? Uh, no, the different one. But... Okay. Oh, it's, they're like the coyotes, I think, right? Or am I wrong? Yeah. I don't know. Either way, continue. So this is your great-grandmother or your grandmother? My great-grandmother. Great-grandmother. Wow. So that's, do you know about what year that would have been? I don't. Okay. I know that in 2002 they named a building after her. Oh, wow. Very cool. Wow. So this is like your grandfather. Yes. Wow. Is he is he still alive? No, he passed no. away two years ago. Wow. But how fascinating. Wow, good for him. From uh George Bush? Yes. Yeah, so I actually um I'm going to demonstrate some of my ignorance here. Um I 
for one reason or another, hadn't I was unfamiliar with the Tuskegee Airmen. And I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and blame it on public schools not teaching me about it. But it's entirely possible that I slept through all of my history classes that year. Or, like, pretty much every history class I've ever been in. But, um, so I actually did some research about them myself before um, we talked about this. And, yeah, there was a whole uh, lot of them. I, I forget the number. I think it was in the thousands, though, that received uh, congressional medals by, from George Bush in 2007, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was was your grandfather a pilot, or what did he, what, what did he do? Sure. And so, do you learn about the, the Tuskegee Airmen in Matamidi, like in one of the classes? Is it? I, I'm assuming Sands Guard's all over it. Yeah. Sure. Okay. But it's uh, oh, sorry. Continue. Well, I was gonna say the the Tuskegee Airmen are kind of like the Jackie Robinson of the armed uh, armed service, right? Like, because it uh, uh, at that time, um, African American and just like if you weren't white, you weren't allowed to be in the military, right? Um, And then so they it, it actually from what I read it started out as called the Tuskegee experiment because they were like, didn't think that um, black individuals could like fight on the same caliber that uh, white individuals could, which is just, I mean, uh, ignorance, right? I mean, uh, I guess if you don't know any better, but I I still, I have a hard time believing that somebody somewhere didn't have an inkling that like, Hey, they can fight every bit as good as we can. But anyways, um, so that was called the Tuskegee experiment. And then it's actually what led to like the integration of the armed services. Well, and that's, I mean, yeah, and I read about um, people, I mean, even after the war, so they came back home and they were treated just, you know, terribly still, just as every other, you know, African-American was. But it kind of goes along with, like, the, the culture of the times, right, where, like, your grandmother wasn't even allowed to be in the uh, in the classroom, you said, or your great-grandmother. Like, I just... I can't, I guess, 
personally, I can't fathom like thinking that somebody is like less inferior, like not trusting somebody as much just because of the color of their skin. But like back then, people did it like it was, it was like the standard practice. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't still happen today, which is like an unfortunate truth because I think you know if you focus on the truth of the matter, like the color of our skin has nothing to do with our intelligence or our abilities at all. Um, so how long have you been a student in Matamidi? Since kindergarten. Since kindergarten. All 12, all 12 years. And do you think, well, first of all, like how did your experience here go? Just like not even, I'm not even asking about as a student of color. I'm just asking like overall, how did you feel like your experience here went? Yeah, I've 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 heard that there's uh some great academics in Matamida. Mm-hmm. I and I I mean I I I see it too. I work with some of the finest teachers around, but um like there's definitely this reputation that we have um of of being um you know this academically great school, but do you think I mean how do you think that plays into being a student in our school? Like, do you, do you think it's harmful to some students? Do you think it's good for everybody? I think that Matamida does a very good job of helping students that are behind, just with, like, in elementary school, they have a program for, like, if you were struggling to read, they would take, like, time out of your class day where you would just sit one-on-one with somebody and practice reading. Mm-hmm. And Mm-hmm. They're like they can completely fail. I know that for me and a lot of my friends, we've done a very good job of balancing that mm-hmm. in a sense. But I think that if you're not mocked or if you kind of put yourself in a situation where you're doing too much, that it could be more challenging to have someone coming in after somebody like that. Sure. No, I agree completely. But I've had, I mean, I've really, really loved being able to take advanced classes. Because it, I mean, it's helped me a lot in the fact that I don't have to, like, sit through a class and be bored all the time. Sure. Sure. Take more advanced classes that fit the format. Sure. I think that makes sense. Uh, do you think that your experience has been different than that of a white student? I don't think academically, no. I think that there's definitely times where people have looked at me or expected me to turn out in a certain way, and I've been quite the opposite or different. I know that kind of the trend at Monomedi or like the thought, like if you are smarter than 
That hurts. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's that's a big statement. Yeah, and I think that it probably plays into too that I didn't, I wasn't as intelligent as I was. Yeah, and and I yeah, and also the people around you probably. Well, I mean, there's studies out there that prove that like, as kids, we don't have those feelings of uh, you know, anything racial like there's nothing if you put um you know two two or three year olds in a room together and they're one's black one's white you know oftentimes it doesn't even get talked about this is like oh and it might it might be like it might be but it'll be nothing malicious right and a lot of times those those racially charged feelings uh are, are something that are kind of uh i want to say learned but um you know m- maybe i'm gonna say learned um, but I, yeah, that hurts that, you know, the, the, it kind of was more prominent in the high school. Um, cause that's kind of, I, I would hope that we can move to a place where that is not the case. But so do you have anything like in particular that you can think of that, like, and if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. But like, do you have anything in particular that comes to mind when you think of that?
Can I, can, I, can I stop? Can we, can we talk about this one a little bit more first? So I'm going to challenge you when you say something to the extent of, like, I shouldn't have taken it as big of a deal as I did. Like, I don't necessarily think that that's true, because if it's something that's that, um, you know, important to you, like, I think you are the one that decides, you know, ultimately how big of a deal it is, right? Like, if it's bothering you to a certain extent, like, then it's that big of a deal. Um, and, and I don't think that there's a book out there or like a set, you know, limit on, on how upset you're allowed to get about something like that. Um, and, you know, the, the fact of the matter is you were probably the only person on the bus that was in the circumstance that you were in, correct? Mm-hmm. So, like, who's to say? I mean, I don't think that anybody would like that. And um, when you think about that, at, at least when I think about that personally here, I, I try to put myself in those shoes mm-hmm. uh, of what, what if I was the only person on the bus that was in, uh, you know, came from this background and somebody was making fun of it. And it's something that I completely can't help, right? Like, I, I, I'm proud of it, mm-hmm. but like, it has ultimately, I have done nothing to change the fact that this is why this is happening, right? Mm-hmm. And so 
I, I think about that and I can already hear this group of people that I talk to sometimes at our school that say, well, I'm not in that situation. Mm-hmm. But they got to understand that the, the, the word that describes what they're saying when they say, I'm not in that situation is, is, is privilege, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I just, I think a lot of times at our school, we have a hard time putting ourselves in other people's shoes because we just think that like, oh, we're um, the 90%, right? Um, and uh, I can also hear, um, sorry, I'm getting a little bit soapboxy, but I can also hear this same crowd say something to the extent of like, well, you know, that's just the demographics of Matamita. If you don't like it, you can go somewhere else. But we are not a private school. We are a public school. Like, that is not the mentality that we should have. And that is not the mentality that we will ever have. Like, we are going to welcome everybody at our school. And they couldn't even learn in the same classroom. That, right. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Not really to have a voice at Matamita 
Oh, for sure. Well, and the dog that barks the loudest is the one that gets fed first, right? Mm-hmm. And the dog that barks the loudest in our school is this kind of group that um, is going to dismiss this, um, I think. And um, I I don't, that that bothers me. Um, Now, I love and respect everybody in our school very much. Um, To be honest with you, uh, I feel like there's a sense, I, I know who would combat uh, the points that we're talking about here. And I love those students just as much, and they spend just as much time with me. But that doesn't change the fact that I disagree with some of the things that they say, and um, I'm kind of trying to change the way that collectively, as a school, uh, we um, go about things. Right. Now, uh, you said something about the junior girl shirts. I would like to ask you more about that. Now, I'm going to make it known. I was opposed to the junior girl shirts. Um, I didn't, it wasn't, I wasn't a part of the decision process to, um, uh, you know, scrub them or whatever. But I fully supported the decision. And I don't think... The problem for me is... I, it, it's not... My decision is not racial at all. It is, not 100, it is 100% not fueled by racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, in my opinion, it is fueled by the fact that there's an adult telling a child that they're stupid in the video. That's what I don't like about it. It has nothing to do with racism to me. Um... But uh, there's a lot of um, explanations that were given that were charged, that were, you know, um, racially fueled. And do you, I, so do you think that it was handled correctly? Okay. So I'd, yeah, I'd never seen it until the morning of the shirts. I'm like, obviously, because I'm kind of old now. I'm kind of an old person now. Yeah. 
it was reacted to was kind of, not, I don't want to say over the top, but it was disappointing to me that the administration took such action against something that I know I didn't find at all offensive and a lot of other right. people I knew who were of color didn't find offensive, but there was a lot of things that go on daily that they don't and that was mm-hmm. kind of my problem with it was if you're sure. going to react to a teacher with this degree of action and talking about it and not allowing the girls to wear them you're almost making people I just felt like it was a it was a choice that made people at Montemidae who already didn't understand or weren't really empathetic towards people who felt offended by things. Sure. They made it seem like a joke. Yeah, okay. I remember just like people talking about it in class and the way that they were just so upset that anybody would ever find that to be offensive. And that's what bugs me because I, in my experience, you don't really know yeah. And so you have to be very careful about that. But you also cannot tell, tell somebody who may be offended by it that they are not allowed to be. And yeah, that's true. I remember on that particular day a lot of talk about, like, do the black students even feel that way? Like, we should go and which, guns. Which is, um, I mean, isn't that's a, that's a privileged question, right? Yeah, it's almost it's almost taking it the wrong direction, like. But with good intentions. But with good intentions, and I think that's what um, is so important to talk about when we talk about racism, because racism is not always, and I would say, almost more often in our school, racism is not somebody writing the N word in a textbook. Oftentimes, our racism has good intention maybe not i mean it, it doesn't have bad intention mm-hmm. uh, would you agree with that statement or am i off when i say that i agree with that and like that was even that day i remember girls coming up to me and saying you are you black and they told me yes and i was like well you can sign this petition saying that you don't find this group racist and i knew that they weren't doing it in a malicious way they weren't trying mm-hmm. Yeah, so now all of a sudden, your your signature, you're just, uh, you know, right. you're just a signature on a piece of paper, and they wouldn't have asked you for it if you weren't black. And, and then, yeah, and then there's another group of students that would say, like, oh, well, you know, it's just, it's, you know, so what? Like, that's just, that's just how it is, and that, that is a privileged thought. Mm-hmm. That, that is, you, like, if you are able to think that, then that is privilege right there. But uh, there's a lot of people that don't still believe in, in privilege itself. But I want to make it clear for the record that uh, I wasn't offended by the junior girl shirts. Now, I, I, I'll tell you, offending me is a very hard thing to do. Um, I just think that as an academic institution, like, 
there's just no way after we knew that, you know, it was ultimately like this grown man telling a child that he was stupid. Like, I, I just don't think that there was any way that we could have, you know, supported it. That's, and, and I think that the whole thing was a big misunderstanding, miscommunication right from the get go, very avoidable. Um, and I, I don't anticipate that anything like it will ever happen again, but, um, I, I no, it, it wasn't offensive to me. I know the girls that made it as well. Some of them, uh, I know very well and like, it's all good. We're, you know, it's no big deal, but like, it was a very unfortunate circumstance. Um, Well, I, th- I think that there was a lot of different interpretations of it is, is the problem. So I don't think that um, we ever necessarily came to like one um, concrete. Yeah. And, and I think that that's okay. Like in life, there's going to be a lot of situations like that. Um, like the dress, is it, is it white or, and gray or is it blue and black or whatever? Isn't that, wasn't that a thing? Um, and everybody sees every situation differently, right? And so it kind of all just depends on, um, you know, how it shakes out. But I think, you know, that was my personal opinion that I shared. Um, and like I said, I wish I would have been there that morning because I actually wasn't even there yet when that had happened. Um, but, you know, it's all... I mean, I, I, it's, I think it has changed the process that we're going to do shirts. So, uh, you know, hopefully some good comes out of it, but it, it was, it was definitely a learning experience for all. I'll say that. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. or whatever but I know the next day the girls were being told that they were racist and all this stuff not even by the people that would have been offended by the video but it was Mm -hmm. uh, to me uh, the the way that they did it they told everyone that it was that was what racism is and that's where I think there was a lack of education because sure Right. The way that it was handled, we were all told it was because it was a racist video. And that frustrated me in the fact that I didn't, like, even seeing that video in middle school, never thought, oh, that's racist. Or that's mm-hmm. like the person that black people is dumb. Or like they're trying to make black people seem dumb. And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people took that the wrong way. And I think. Mm-hmm. Students that that action 
So that actually kind of leads me to another question. Um, do you think because of the the demographic, the 90% and the 10%, is there a pressure to kind of abandon some of your culture and um, just kind of play to the 90%? Uh, it's a term that a lot of people refer to as whitewash. Is, do you feel a pressure to do that in our school? So did you did you ever raise your hand in class and say something like my grand my great grandmother was the first African American to graduate from New Mexico State? Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, it's 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 sensitive information that once you tell it, you can never untell it. And like, it, it, people will always know that about you now. And I, I think there's a part of that that goes along with any kind of sharing in in a a school Uh, and you kind of have to be vulnerable right but then when you throw the racism piece on top of it and i shouldn't say racism i shouldn't say racism when you throw the race piece on top of it it's even more delicate right um yeah Right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't just brush that. Like, so you haven't gone a month at our school without somebody calling you that in a malicious way. Well, I am sorry that that uh, happened uh, to you. Um, that is very uh, r- remarkably unfortunate. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that people had more of a tendency to ask you that because, um, as you said, your skin tone is, like, lighter? So do you think that they thought that it gave them some sort of, like, free pass or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Right. certainly see that where like I was never taught any of that about if I get pulled over. The only thing I was ever taught was, you know, just be polite and kind of like almost kiss the guy's butt a little or or gal. Kiss 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 butt a little bit and try to get out of, you know, whatever ticket or whatever. Um and I'm huh, I can already hear this certain group again saying things like, well, that's over, overreacting, you know, there's only, you know, a certain amount of people that get killed by the police. And, you know, there's, there's, um, you know, it's just, you're, you're making it too big of a deal. Right. But again, for you to be able to be in a position to say that is a privilege. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Uh, but I have no more questions for you. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to say? Um, just, you know, I, I, before we go here, because if, if I talk to you too long, nobody will listen to the episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, congratulations again, by the way.
the confidence to speak about how they feel they feel comfortable and welcome doing it and that you're just using your voice mm -hmm. because I know that there are people that want to change this in modern day art and are more than willing to help them I agree I think you're right and I hope that I'm able to um uh, I, I'm excited because I want to start this process. I um, am not thrilled with some of the things that you told me here. And uh, I want to, um, I, I, I want to be a part of the change. So I think uh, I'm going to get some new ideas brewing and um, I, I appreciate your time and everything that you've done uh, for the school. And um, th I think that this is, this is impactful. So thank you very much. This was brave of you. Yes, you have a wonderful rest of the day and good luck. I'll see you uh, in May again here because I think the, the seniors are coming into the school. Um, so we'll see you soon, but also congratulations and best of luck. Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Uh, I also want you to think about something as a parting. Uh, just, just, just kick it around in your mind. Um, the student said that her great-grandmother wasn't even allowed to learn in the same classroom as the rest of the students. Um, now think about that. Think about going to school and not being able to go into the classroom that you're supposed to be going into because of the color of your skin. Think about how that would make you feel. Um, that's pretty, I, I mean, that's just ignoring human rights on a fundamental level. I, I also went to a training this summer with, uh, an older african-american lady who was absolutely a dream to talk to we had so many great conversations and um she was so just just so full of rich history and stories and she went to this um to public school in the, um alabama and she said that most of the time her papers and her tests wouldn't even be graded because her class was mostly white and uh, the teachers just wouldn't, quote, waste their time, unquote, um, grading the, the papers and, and tests of the black students. And um, th that was not that long ago. That was, like, in the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, like, not that long ago. Um, so just, just think about that. Think about not being able to get the education that, that you are getting today just because of uh, the color of your skin and... and um, it just, it just, if something about that doesn't kind of make you feel sick to your stomach, uh, I don't know. It, it certainly does for me. So uh, thanks for listening. Everybody have a great uh, day.